Sanbona. Hello, hi. I'm Asanda. They said my name. Make sure to keep your lovers away or they might go astray. And I'm occasionally Amy, and you're listening to I Kinda Feel Like. I Kinda Feel Like is a podcast hosted by two friends where we discuss the highs and lows of being 20-something. Join us as we navigate knowing and not knowing. Hey! Hey, Amy. How you doing? I'm exhausted. How are you? Girl, I'm okay. (laughs) (laughs) Fighting, fighting, but I'm okay. Uh Yeah. Um, so this week I was thinking about the fact that obviously you have a podcast and I think having one requires you to be transparent. Mm. Um, it requires you to be very open, it requires you to be very vulnerable and I don't know, it's very hard. I mean, one might think it just like you sit down and you talk and it's like, Whoa, um, how are people going to react to me being so open, you know, yeah. about stuff? So it just got me thinking. Um so, Amy, tell me, how do you feel? I kind of feel like within society, there's a lot of shame associated with being vulnerable. Like, you're not supposed to to even say, like, if it's not positive, if it's not good vibes, if it's not good emotions, like, you need to keep that to yourself. No one needs to hear that. And I feel like that's probably why... Um, it's so difficult to have conversations around like feeling vulnerable because we're not allowed to to have it which is funny because when you think about like I've been watching the crown right and the whole thing in the crown is like that British stiff upper lip where you don't show any emotions and you don't feel anything and when you go through something you just need to like keep it to yourself I feel like even outside of like British society, it's a prevailing cultural norm, if I can call it that, within, and this is probably colonialism, I don't know anything about history, but could be a byproduct of colonialism, but that we are not supposed to talk about vulnerabilities and things like that. Like, for example, um, you know me. <laughs> Do I know you? <laughs> Do I you know, know you? I, I will share my goal, like on my WhatsApp statuses, like I will post about it but i get such weird feedback from people that's like i don't know man it gives me vibes of like wow you shouldn't be sharing this but oh my god you're sharing this you know yes and it's like but this is happening to me and i'm assuming that people who see my not assuming people who see my statuses are people who are my friends right yes so it's like why are my friends acting weird about me sharing my vulnerable moments like on my status with them you know, it's like there's an expectation that you're not supposed to, even among, not necessarily closest friends. Yeah, no, I hear you. But like, even among people who you have like friendly relationships with, it's like, girl, why am I seeing this? I hear what you're saying. I think for me, with like social media, it's such an interesting thing where we spend so much time there and it's like, it's so unrealistic if you only expect me to share the positive moments in my life. I should only share that, that I'm happy. I should only share that great things are happening. And like the moments where I'm at my lowest or the moments where I feel open enough to share that I'm not at my best. Um, and that's not saying being vulnerable is not being at your best, but if maybe it is a low moment, but yeah. the moments I'm just open and I can share, it's just like, wow, why are you sharing? It's frowned upon. It's just like against whatever. It's like, why would you want to share that? Why are you doing that? Um, that's where the phrase that I really hate comes in. It's oversharing. You're oversharing. So we have things that we've realized that we can share, things we can't share. But the things that we can share are always positives. It's 
always mm. I got a car, graduated, I got a job, I'm so happy, life is great. And then oversharing is, oh shit, my life is falling apart. Oh shit, this really bad thing happened. That Those are like the oversharing things. And it's like, whoa, why can't I just choose what to share and what I don't want to share? If I'm having a bad day and if I'm having a day that makes me feel really low, I want to be able to share it. I think we need to cultivate communities where we aren't secretive, where we don't keep our feelings hidden, where it's not like, oh, you at not being at your best means you shouldn't be here at all. You shouldn't be at the table. You shouldn't be sharing if it's not you sharing your best moments. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like it's that way because I think personally, it feels for me like people want um, inspiration from other people. So like once you share those more not so good vulnerable moments where it's like I'm falling apart, it's like, girl, I didn't come here for like your sad content i came here for you to post like happy vibes because i think like everyone's just looking for inspiration in other people you know that it's like why are you posting your sad things i'm not following you to see your sad things and i feel like that's very unfair to people who are on the receiving end of those comments or sentiments because it doesn't acknowledge that they are whole people with a broad range of emotions and the byproduct of that is that we don't allow people to be vulnerable and it shames them into feeling that the thing that you're feeling is like what we talked about in the first episode, like, girl, that's a you problem. Your problems are unique to you. Like no one else wants to hear those things, you know, which I feel is not, it's unfair on other people. You're right. It's definitely unfair. I think it's just unfair in the sense that you might be going through certain things and you think, I think the culture way everything is kept a secret we don't want to be openly vulnerable we don't want to be openly falling apart we don't want to be openly anything transparent it just creates a situation where everyone just falls apart on their own and people don't feel supported because i think if we were all at a point where we were i think it has to do with maturity because i think people shy away emotionally mature at least and like mm, if we're all like emotional point, intelligence yeah, yeah intelligence like if we're all at a point where we could see people not being okay and not at their best or people being vulnerable and not seeing it as a flaw, then we wouldn't have so many people who are just like hiding the fact that they're going through so many things. Like you could see someone going through this tomorrow and be like, oh shit, that sucks. I'm sorry. Hope you have a better day or like hope you have better days or whatever. And you keep it moving. It's okay. It's not like this big event, this grand event, you're falling apart. It's like, it's part of life. We know it's part of life, but like, why is it a problem when like the mirror is just like up? Like, it's, like, held up and we could see someone else falling apart. Why is it, like, such a big deal? Could it be that it stirs feelings in us? That's interesting. That we don't want? So it's literally a reflection of things that you might not be comfortable with. Because remember, everyone's uncomfortable with being vulnerable. So when you see someone else being vulnerable, it's like the mirror shines back and you're like, whoa, girl, mm. I don't want to unpack that. So you need to pack it all, meltdowns, tie them neatly in a bow and put them in the cupboard because you're triggering all of us right now. I, that's actually true because I think it's like people don't want to openly see other people dealing with grief and it's it's to me it's just it's mind-boggling how you'd have a problem with seeing someone else choosing to deal with whatever feelings publicly that aren't positive or whatever like people in the TL are like publicly grieving you'll see people subbing them oh my god how are you grieving on the TL it's kind of like I'm sorry to catch you off it's kind of like when Lassie's was dad passed away 
and he posted photos of it. Yeah. And people were like, what are you doing? That's the thing. Like, being vulnerable and seeing people who are vulnerable makes us so uncomfortable. It Because it does stir up those feelings within you. It's like, oh my God, how do I feel? Like, how am I in this situation? So it's like, better to just like pack it away. We're not going to deal with this. Just like, okay, nah, we're not doing that. We're not being open. We're not being vulnerable. Like, don't do it. Don't do it here. You know? Mm. Because then you must face it. You must face the fact that you might not have the best feelings with death. You might not have the best feelings with breakups. You might not have the best feelings with like people not having their mental health all the way together. Like you don't like seeing that because it makes you uncomfortable, you know? So yeah. it's better to just like shame people and to just say, oh my God, um, where are your friends? Why can't you talk to your friends? <laughs> so, like, come on, come on, <laughs> come on. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. No, I feel you. And it could be that, I don't know if this would be the right way to say it, but then it means we're like, can I say that we're all emotionally, I don't know, is insecure a good word to use? I don't know. That could be, though. It could be. I see what you're saying. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Once we, we have our own fears about, like, what being emotional and acknowledging our emotions might do and stir up, like, the not so positive ones. I hear you. I think for me, like being vulnerable openly um, about it, well, being vulnerable is being open. Um, sorry for that. But I think my feelings are that once I'm open and I'm saying whatever I feel and however like my emotions are, like you can perceive me however you want. Same thing with this podcast. Like I can say whatever and like I could have like these intentions of it just being these feelings and then someone might not receive it that way. Someone might think, oh my God, what a mess. Oh my God, this is such a terrible situation. And for me, it's just like, ah, it's just my feelings. It's like, it's not the end of the world for me. It's just how I feel. So someone might perceive it as like a, like a train smash. And I don't want people to think of me or like the things I'm going through is like this huge, terrible thing, yeah. you know? So I think that's the problem with like wanting to be transparent about the low moments because it's like oh shit you're gonna always think of me as that girl who had that low moment or whatever yeah. and i'm more than that you know yeah but that's also sort of why i've stopped sharing so much on my whatsapp because i don't want people because people just because of the weird things people have said like wow you're so brave like girl i was just going like last week and i'm fine today it's it doesn't have to be a thing where you like you have to be in your mind like wow she's so brave for saying that because it's not bravery, it's just openness. Yeah. It's what we all should be. It's where we should all, like, aspire to get to, you know? Yeah. But, like, when you feel, when you talk about, like, the podcast being, like, a moment of reflection for you in that sense, I can feel that, too. Because for me, um, just knowing how much that I'd be sharing, like, my thoughts from my brain on the <laughs> where else are they going to come from? But my thoughts from my mind on the podcast made me very insecure about, like, my own capabilities. Like, what if people are like, oh, this girl talks so much nonsense. <laughs> like, what is she saying? Yeah. Or, like, what if people are like, oh, there's a podcast, but one of the girls there, guys, she just, like, talks out of her ass, like, 90% of the time. Oh, my God. Like, for me, the podcast was a huge in- moment that just triggered my own insecurities about my own... Um, capabilities and it's weird because i know that like i'm a very intellect 
let me not call myself an intellectual because just now someone's like girl you're not (laughs) but i feel like i'm intellectually capable you're very capable right but it was like sharing for me was like oh my god i'm sharing so much and being so vulnerable what if someone's like girl what the hell are you thinking like no you're wrong you know that's not how that works and that's also partly why when i say stuff i'm always like for me in my opinion because i don't want someone to be like gotcha that's not how that works you know so i feel like for me that's been a huge source of insecurity with the podcast and stuff like that it's really really difficult and that's what i'm saying it's like wait i think i said it's like how many episodes now i obviously don't like seeing people who like shame other people for their feelings or whatever Basically, people are terrorists when they do that. But I understand that it's easier to just be like, oh, peace out feelings, peace out this, peace out. Being a savage is better than, like, facing your emotions. So I understand why people at large would just be like, this is social media. There's no need to be going through it. There's no need to be going through it. But we were speaking about social media, obviously. Um, But I want to know, do you find it easier to be open and vulnerable about your insecurities or belows in person with people that you know people you're getting to know off of like social media platforms mm, no really no i find i find vulnerabilities like just being very open about all the things i'm insecure about and just being vulnerable with people difficult in general like i find it like just not even people on social media just in general and people tend to think that like i overshare because like you know, I'm, I just talk about anything. Yeah. I'll just talk about anything. But there's things that, like, I feel like for me, talking about anything is my way of, like, trying to, like, see, I'm open. Because I don't like talking about the more sensitive stuff. Sensitive stuff. So, like, I'll be like, oh, my gosh, you know, I'm wearing this cute outfit. Oh, my gosh, I'm having lunch. Oh, my gosh, I'm doing. And people will be like, oh, my gosh, she shares every bit of her life. But it's like. There's so much I don't. There's so much I don't. Like, you're literally seeing surface level things. Like, the conversations I have with you or with Uspilile or with Monique, you mm-hmm. know, or with Anela. Like, those are not the type of conversations that I'll just go and just post all over my social yeah. media. Because, again, I know that people are, like, one, very, very snacks. And two, they, I don't know why people see your not-so-good moments as, like, reflecting badly on you. Mm-hmm. But I don't want that as well. For people to be like, yo, this girl, she's... It's like, instantly you have some sort of stigma attached to you. Oh, yes. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying for me. Like, I'm such... I'm a very open person. I'm... I don't mind talking about my feelings. But I think I've been put into, like, a box where I don't... I'm scared of talking about my feelings. Because, one, if you do share in social media, even, like, in person, people might not receive your feelings with the gentleness and the tenderness you need them to be met mm. with but also i don't want people to have that stigma of me or like look at me um as like oh my god share that low or whatever share that moment mm. and that's just who they that's what they attached to me as a person whereas for me if someone shares like oh this low moment or someone's like vulnerable enough to tell me something or i see something on social media like to me that's oh that's just another moment that amounts to the human experience to me it's like oh, okay it's another moment yeah it's you being human it's it's a human experience but like people don't want to talk about those experiences so it 
kind of forces the rest of us who are trying to again cultivate a society where we do talk about stuff yeah it makes it harder for us it does because now you're like oh fuck i'm an anomaly because I, I i'm just here this loud ass mouth like willing to talk about the good and the bad and like the uncomfortable moments and like other people are just like no you don't talk about that you know it's yeah. like who said that like who said that especially when people aren't like like you said like just receptive to what you're saying like i don't know for me it's like when i share vulnerable moments with you i expect you to be receptive of that to be like caring and like i don't know man just soft you need to be soft with me and the moment in that moment you need to be really soft and people aren't always like that like some people just be like haphazardly like oh you'll be okay and like i don't want to hear that i'm okay i just want you to soothe me yeah yeah <laughs> soothe me you don't have to tell me that like, i'm gonna be okay like i know i'm gonna be okay true i know i'm gonna be okay but you need to like like you know i don't know how to describe it i know like, what you're saying people need to tend to those feelings of yours or whatever like make you feel i don't know comfortable mm. with the fact that you shared it because you don't want to leave a conversation feeling like ah i should have shared that with that person mm. and that's that happens when you feel like the person wasn't receptive that person wasn't like oh you shared this with me you trusted me with this information or your feelings and i'm glad and you can have like some conversation you know yeah um i think for me like social media is just like oh, it's the wild one for me because i remember i was going through a breakup which is really unfortunate because i'm beautiful, <laughs> I'm beautiful. okay man what what <laughs> okay i'm man. joking but yeah um i was going to you see i'm trying to deflect lighten up the moment yeah. <laughs> um so i was going through a breakup openly on social media like first day like first day of the breakup i was I think I tweeted, I was so sad, man, nani, you know, the usual breakup stuff. And then I'm scrolling through my TL and I see this girl on my TL subbing me. She's like, oh my God, I can't believe she's still so sad. And I was I like, know. I know. It's, it's the first day. Nobody, no, no, not even that. It's the first day. Like if I can't break down and not be okay on the first day. Yeah. Like when the hell can where I? Where the hell can I? <laughs> where the hell like can I? I? Movie, can't go to Bella and where the hell can we go? Exactly. Like, I was just like, no, ma'am. I was, I was so tight. And I think that one event really scarred me from like wanting to share because I think I deactivated after that and stuff because I was like, what? Also, like, do you really want to see people only at their best and happiest moments? Like, I think it's always that thing. People talk about social media so fake. People only post the good moments. You'll never really know what's going on. Mm. Okay, now you know what's going on. And, like, and you're, you're upset. Just, like, weird. You're upset, but you know what's going on. Like, come on. Yeah. Come on. It was such a weird thing for me. I was just like, this is wild. Do you think that, like, people who you don't know are, like, better with vulnerable moments than people that you do know? So, like, let me give you context, right? Yeah. For me, um, okay. Perhaps this context is very important. Yes. For me, earlier on in the year when I was doing my work, uh, my workplace counseling assessment, you no know, workplace counseling module, right? Yes. Um, we had these like mock counseling sessions where we split up into groups, and then you'd like you do basically a counseling session with another classmate, right? And you'd be the therapist, then they would be the person seeking counseling, and then you'd counsel them on a real issue that they like were having in their lives, right? Mm. And so in one of the sessions, um, I was the client. And then the other person was the therapist. And um, I just got to talk to them about like things I was going through in the beginning of the year. And okay, it might be, it might be that we're in a counseling environment. environment. But they were so receptive. 
And also, like, another person who was, like, observing, because we had to, like, um, observe each other and then give people feedback on their counseling things and how they were doing. So even the person observing it was, like, they were just, everyone was just receptive, even when the counseling session ended yeah. afterwards. I was speaking to the person about it. And they were, like, yo, they were so soft with me, like, outside of that environment and to the point where they would, like, even afterwards check in and see how I was doing with the issue that we were talking about. And for me, like, I don't, I don't know that person like yeah. that. They're in my class, but I don't know them like that. We don't have a friendship like that. And I was like, why the hell is people that I don't even know so much more receptive yeah. and caring than people who I do know who are busy telling me, like, wow, you're so brave. Yeah. I don't know. Do you feel that people you don't know are... More receptive? Yeah. I don't know. <sighs> This is hard because I'm like, when am I ever in a situation where I'm sharing with someone I don't know? Where I'm sharing like the deepest. Girl, I'll just break down on the train. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, no. I'm the type of person it's like, if someone was talking to me on the train and like, it felt like they're saying something that I can relate to, I'll just be like, oh, girl. Like, I find it easier to offload on people that I don't know that I'll never ever like talk to talk about to again. again. I don't know. I don't. I, I don't like really talk to people I don't know like that about the like hectic vulnerabilities obviously post like your tweets or whatever but yeah. like things but like I always find that it's the people who know me closest who like meet me with the most love and softness and kindness yeah, yeah. also I think I'd just be really like weirded out if like I shared it with like a stranger or, like someone I just met because I'm like oh wait it's not too much too soon to share with you yeah I think I don't want to like introduce someone to like mm. the parts of me that I find hard to be comfortable with so soon. Mm. Like at some, I'm, I need to butter you up. I need to show you the good side. Mm. I need you to know <laughs> that I'm yeah. worth everything else that will come afterwards, you know, then I'll yeah. show Yeah. When we are really like, if I don't have a relationship with you, I'm never going to see you again. It's so much easier. I got to inside. It's so much. It's, like, it's like, oh, we're talking about that. Can I tell you? <laughs> I'm never going to see you again. So that is the just... most white woman thing I've heard you say. <laughs> that is such a white woman thing. <laughs> no, but I honestly feel like that. Like, you know, um, earlier this year, when I went on um, a date with some guy, and then I was coming back home, and I was sitting on the train with some lady, who she just like I was talking to her. She was like, "Oh, where'd you come from?" And I'm telling her that I came from a date, and she's like, "Oh, uh, I came from seeing uh, my man, whoever." And she's like telling me about all their problems. Yeah. Right. And I was like, "Oh my gosh, that is horrible!" Like we just had like such a back and forth, back and forth. And I was like, I don't. It was like such a light-hearted moment for me, where I was like, "Wow, people who you don't even know care about you." Yeah. I think for me, that's it. There's like, oh, care, tender, tender care from people who I know are invested in me. And we need those moments. We need those moments because it, it makes me feel like it recognizes that I'm a person. Like, it doesn't matter what you get from my relationship with me. I'm a person who goes through things and someone cares. Oh, yes. Because with friends, it's like we're friends. You, you're invested in caring about me. But when it's someone who doesn't even know you from a bar of soap, it's like... Wow, I don't have to do anything, but someone cares. What's your ultimate goal when you're sharing with people, when you're being vulnerable, when you're being open and you're not trying to be perfect and put up a facade? What's your goal? Like, what's your goal? What's the end goal? What's the desired outcome, actually? The desired outcome for you? Mm, firstly, support. Yeah. And secondly, just to to be like, 
seen, I guess, like I said. Mm. To be like, I don't know, for my pain to not just be, it's mine, but it's recognized, I guess, that someone can see that I'm going through something, that it's not like, it's not an isolating experience. Like, you can't do anything about it, but... You're here. You're here. And that matters. Yeah, I feel like it's being able to voice it. Something about being able to voice it, like... Yeah, man. Like, remember, I don't. I once tweeted that um, my dad had to go to my grandmother's to go fix like the wall or something, yes. the fence, and he couldn't go on. I think it was like a Saturday. They couldn't go on the Saturday because someone something had passed away. And in the community, you don't do any sort of labor or work. Oh yes. When someone is in mourning, out of respect, and I feel like it's that thing where it's like the thing that you're going through is not. You're not alone. You're not alone. Oh, yes. Um, Why well, I love what you brought up. Because I think even for us um, back home, like, if there's a death, a neighbor's death, like, no one can play loud music. Even in your house, like, you get told, like, TV shouldn't be loud. Like, we all have to, like, the death might not be in our family. It might yeah. not directly affect us. But we all have to, like, mourn it. We have to, like, feel it. We have to, yeah. like carry like the grief these people are carrying like they can't carry it on their own i think yeah that's the goal you want when you share things with people yeah yeah like you're going through this obviously but like we're here you're not doing it and there's a community there for you yeah 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 and i hope we get to a point where as a society we we are more accepting of things like that because i feel then that that sense of vulnerability can extend beyond just our immediate yeah friends and things like that yes. but you know that within the wider society that we're in there's always support yes i that's really feel like that that would be my wish for us as a society to get to a point where we can all just collectively support each other i don't have to be invested in you by way of relationship where we gain something from knowing and loving each other you know yeah. I don't know if that's the easy, I don't know if that's the best way to describe it, but like, it shouldn't be like a relationship, like, oh, you're my best friend, and I'm supporting you because you're my best friend. Yeah. It needs to be like, I'm supporting you because you're a person who needs support. Yes. I love that. I think for me, like, the desired outcome when I'm open and I'm transparent and I'm not trying to put up a friends with people, I love the closeness you feel with people mm. when you guys are both equally, like, emotionally on the same wavelength and, like, so, like, I'm sharing and the other person is like, oh my God, stop sharing. I'm dying. Yeah. Like they meet you where you want to be met. Yeah. And the closeness you feel is just like, oh my God, I want to be in your skin right now <laughs> because you just get me. It's yeah. such a beautiful feeling. I, I just love that feeling. Yeah. And then once again, I really would love it if good reads um, would just like keep her like a uh, two rand for me just give me two rand because i'm always like quoting people i'm always <laughs> quoting not a sponsorship people. not even a sponsorship two rand friend two rand <laughs> add hope to my life <laughs> add hope to my life it's yeah. okay um i think it was Watson or Watson shire um she said he knows all my secrets and he still wants to kiss me and i think that's like the desired outcome like and that should be what happens when you share with people like i share this but at the end of the day, it doesn't make you love me any less. It doesn't make you mm. respect me any less. It doesn't make you think, oh, shit, she's just going through, like, the worst things and I should run away. It's like, oh, okay, you're human. Yeah. And I'm still here for you. That's the desired outcome for me. And I hope we can get to a point where, again, 
that's how we live. Like, that's just the norm. Um, this just reminded me, I feel like our podcast is very, um, it should have been called In the Future, because a lot of the things we say are things we wish, <laughs> we wish society would yeah. model, we wish society would look like this, we wish we could act like this, and obviously, that's not the current. No. So, yeah, it's very interesting to me. Are we done? Yeah, I think we're done. We're done. That, that was, was soft. Cool. That was soft. Very soft. Coming from the heaviness. <laughs> of last week. Of last week. <laughs> it's very, very soft. Um, yeah, we hope you enjoyed it. I mean, we'd love to hear your thoughts on uh, vulnerabilities and sharing of insecurities and who for you is sort of your safe space when you want to share those type of moments. Do tweet us at our Twitter handle. What's our Twitter handle? It's at IKFL podcast. Okay. I, I, <laughs> I don't want to get it wrong. <laughs> at IKFL podcast. We hope to hear from you soon. Asanda? And in the words of SZA, God bless these 20 somethings. Bye. Bye.